there are a lot of concerns right now for wildfires in our province. And of course there is. There's so many of them burning. Uh, lots of people who've been out of their homes now. Many, many more people who are on evacuation alert just in case, like thousands of people. And we're heading into what is traditionally the hottest, driest, most acti- like most active month when it comes to wildfires. And that is August, of course. But those are in other parts of the province too. But what about urban areas? We saw what happened in Asoyas, the concern there when the fire got too close. But what if there was a fire, say, right in downtown Vancouver? What about Stanley Park? Uh, what about the concerns there? It is very dry in Stanley Park right now. The Vancouver Board of Parks and Recreation says they are concerned about those conditions and they are asking the public to be extra vigilant about fire safety in the month of August. On top of that, there's an ongoing looper moth infestation. They said those are that's um, exacerbated the conditions uh, in the park too. So very dry uh, combination of things that are going on there. Like what would we do if that happened? If there was a fire in a place like Stanley Park? Well, joining us now is Dr. Kelsey copez gerbitz a researcher in the Department of Forest and Conservation Sciences at the University of British Columbia. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Is this something that we study? Like, do we have plans for urban wildfires? That's a great question. And I think as you kind of pointed out um, at the top of the story, you know, fires in urban areas are really not new. Um, We saw the emergence of the the 2003 Okanagan Mountain Park fire that eventually evacuated Kelowna. 27,000 people were evacuated then and over 200 homes were lost. And more recently, the Elephant Hill fire burned right through the Elephant Hill Provincial Park into communities and forced evacuations there, as well as structure loss. So I think the, you know, the reality is that urban fires are not new. Um, what is new, though, is our kind of increased understanding and the reality of this risk for particularly coastal communities. Okay, so what do you say? What, what is new with our understanding of that? So we are seeing um, hotter and drier conditions really affecting the coast. Um, You know, we saw uh, droughts happening um, last year in in really significant amounts. And this has really kind of forced a a revisiting, I think, a rethinking of how we address wildfire risk on the coast in ways that other parts of the province have been dealing with for a long time. So what this new understanding is leading us to do is think about how do we prepare for and prevent fires in urban areas and in wildland urban interface areas. One of the ways that our um, understanding has advanced is that people are most at risk, communities are most at risk from a fire that could be within two kilometers or up to 10 kilometers of their homes. So think about your own home. Do you live within two kilometers or maybe 10 kilometers of Stanley Park or Pacific Spirit Park or maybe north or west Vancouver? Then potentially you're at risk from a fire. So what do we do then? So what, what kind of plan should we have? So there's different, um, different things that different people can do. And I think it's important to recognize that everybody has a responsibility to be proactive about wildfire. Um, the first is managing these fire-prone areas. So how do we manage our parks to reduce the, the hazardous and flammable vegetation that could potentially catch on fire? You mentioned the looper moth. Um, it is really important to make sure that those fuels don't build up and create more hazardous conditions. Uh, at individual community levels, say municipalities, they really need to focus on developing plans for potential evacuations. Sometimes it's not about the actual fire that's coming, but maybe your community completely loses power or communication. Or what if a fire affects the Seymour watershed? 
people in Vancouver would be really seriously affected by that. And finally, both individuals and families um, need to be prepared for a sudden evacuation. And this goes for wildfire and other potential natural disasters as well. Things like having a to-go bag, um, knowing where your family might meet if they were potentially separated, and also being really careful to follow any campfire bans or other kinds of fire bans that are happening across the province. See, when you say all that, Dr. Kopez-Kerbitz, I think that all makes sense, right? But I don't, I don't think people know any of that or they don't pay attention or they don't, they don't believe they need to know this because even people who live in wildfire-prone areas don't follow all those rules. And people in the city, like we've heard in the news about people, you know, catching people building fires on the beach in Stanley Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really challenging um, for people to realize that the risk is is urgent and immediate and imminent, and that I think people can sometimes individuals can feel kind of powerless to affect um, something like as big or as uh, potentially scary as wildfire. But it really is down to individual behavior. Um, you know, the same way that we don't like to see people littering in the streets. You know, we don't like to see people intentionally or accidentally setting a fire. Um, there are kind of there is provincial legislation that actually could fine you or um, potentially involve jail time if you break some of these campfire bans. Yeah, that's the key. I think enforcement is definitely the key on that. Listen, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. That's Dr. Kelsey Kopez-Gerbitz, who's a researcher in the Department of Forest and Conservation Sciences at the University of British Columbia, talking about you know plans for mitigating urban wildfires. And yes, we do have those concerns. A lot of talk about worries of Stanley Park right now, considering how dry it is with the looper moth infestation, plus just the dry drought conditions that they've had. Uh, and yeah, people don't pay attention. They don't listen. They light fires. People do it on purpose. It is a concern there. What do you think should be done? Let me know. Send me at cknw.com.